This is Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 78, The Value of a Coach. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hi there, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the show. As I'm recording this, it's the end of October 2020, which means we have been in the coronavirus pandemic now for what, like almost eight months. And I'm going a little bit crazy with my two-year-old son. He just does not sleep. He does not eat that much. And yet he's a ball of energy. Seriously, all day, every day. Like he is not even napping and he'll go to bed late. He'll wake up early and we don't have him in any kind of schooling right now. And so I'm managing him with work and it's a lot. So typically I record this podcast during his nap time, but he didn't nap today. So it is 9.30 p.m. at night And I'm in my master bedroom closet on the floor (laughs) recording this episode for you. So hang in there if you are listening to this episode somewhat live and going through the pandemic. Goodness, I am just like ready to be back to where he's in school. Luckily, my daughter's in school and things are going very well there. And yeah, I'm just ready to move on. So if you are too, I feel you couple quick shout outs I want to give before we get into this week's episode. First off, the show is on the self-improvement charts in Hong Kong. How cool is that? It's been so fun to see the show in all of these different countries on the charts lately. And I've never seen it on Hong Kong charts. We're number 150 as of last week. So cool. It looks like I was on the charts in Philippines and in Tanzania as well, which so crazy awesome. A few weeks ago, too, there was Jamaica on the list. I had mentioned Spain. I had mentioned New Zealand. So if you are overseas and listening to the show, thank you for tuning in to this Texas girl in the United States. I am honored to help you throughout the world. The other quick shout out I want to give is somebody left a really great review for the show here in the past week or so, and I want to share it. And it says, I'm an avid podcast listener and have high standards for something to be listened to on a weekly basis. I stumbled upon Lindsay, or maybe it's fate, during quarantine 2020. I ended up listening to every podcast within a few weeks. It felt like she was talking right to me. 
The amount of actionable and free value she provides speaks to the kind of person she is. You can expect actionable items to be real, relatable problems along with some storytelling. This show kicked out another show listening spot that I have loved and listened to weekly since 2016. She's that good. Thank you so much. This is a review from Kelsey. And I just so appreciate it for you to take the time and go and leave such a thoughtful review. Now, in the show, if you haven't left a review for the show yet, please go do so, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, because it helps boost the rankings of the show and just get the word out there. And when people find the show, you know, that's the first thing I do when I find a show is I go and look at the reviews and say, okay, is this worth listening to or not? And I go and look at the reviews if I'm asked to be on a podcast of, okay, well, how many listeners are out there and what are they saying about the show? Is this worth my time? So if you want more quality guests, if you want to just give your thanks for listening, go leave a review. It would be so helpful. So thank you. All right. So let's get into this week's episode, The Value of a Coach. I must admit, I'm going to be channeling my own coach, Stacey Bayman, as I record this for you. She did a similar episode, gosh, I think years ago, and it's an episode I listened to on repeat, and it's so freaking good. You know, sometimes we don't quite know the value of what we do until somebody else tells us that value. Now, Stacy used to be a life coach, and now she's turned into a business coach for life coaches. So, you know, she has a very interesting perspective in that she is able to communicate very easily the value of a coach as being a coach. Whereas for me, you know, I know that I can help people accomplish their goals and their dreams, but some of the things that she said, I never realized truly the value in somebody doing that for somebody else. And when I think about my own coaching experience as a client, I think, oh my gosh, she's so right. Those things are so valuable. And it's just something that I easily glance over. So today, I want to share this with you because I have been getting some feedback lately from people asking about the price of coaching with me, and I don't give it out publicly for one of two reasons. The first is my pricing does change from time to time. So if I put it out everywhere in the world, it's just it's not going to be constantly updated. Like if I said on this podcast, this podcast is going to live on for years and years to come. And so the pricing is going to change. So that doesn't make sense to do that. The second thing is I don't put it out there because I want to make sure that I understand your vision, where your life is today, and where you want to go, because I really want to make sure that I can help you, and I want to make sure your vision is one that you are ready to accomplish and ready to go all in for, and that the price justifies that. For example, I had a consult, I think a week or so now ago, and we were talking about her vision and where her life is and where she wants to go, and we were talking about what coaching would provide over the next nine months, and it really wasn't that big of a change for her, and she really um, just didn't have this huge transformation that she wanted. And when I say huge, I mean Like she just thought, okay, my life is pretty good and I'm kind of happy making it pretty good. And so most people, when they come to me, they're like, my life is pretty good and I want it great. And I'm feeling the pain of it being pretty good, even though things are good. I I just like, I have this calling and I'm feeling fed up and I'm ready to go and let's do this. And so anyways, I I really want to make sure you're at that place where you are ready to up level because then the price 
makes sense. But for those of you who aren't in that place, it doesn't make sense. And we're going to get more into that next week on the show. I'm going to talk about the ideal coaching client and where you need to be and what qualities you need to have for coaching to work very well for you. Because I'm getting to a place in my business where I'm pretty much booked out. And so I'm becoming a little bit pickier with who I'm working with because the core belief in my business is that this is the best investment in somebody's life. And I provide deep transformation for them and I help them accomplish their wildest dreams while feeling better than ever in the process. That's like my big thing right now, my big tagline, right? And so it's, I just, I've gotten to a place where I know who's really ready for that. Whereas before I take on people who I thought that could be ready for it. So next week, again, we're going to go deep dive into that. So stay tuned for that one. But today I just want to talk about coaching and the value of it. Because again, I'm getting these questions about pricing and some people want to know, A, how much it costs, but really you need to understand what the value of a coach is. Because if you know what a value or the value that this provides for you, the cost is going to make more sense for you when you get to that place where you may think about investing. Because you are, you're going to invest thousands of dollars to work with a coach, either with me or with somebody else. Now, is it going to be huge, huge amounts of money? Maybe for certain coaches, for me, it's not. I mean, we spend more on vacations than I charge for nine months of coaching. So, you know, it's a perspective for anybody, right? So, Uh, But it is thousands of dollars. It is the cost of like going on a vacation. And so for some people, they don't want to charge that. They don't see the value in that. And how in the heck would you know the value of a coach if you've never experienced one? Because to me, I know the value of one because I have seen the transformation in it. And I have been through a period of time where I had a coach for about nine months. The very first time I hired one, I got massive transformation. And then I thought, okay, I'm good. All right, I'm I've trained to be a coach now. I'm gonna go do that and I, I'm gonna be okay. And I would have coaching sessions here and there, but I didn't make it a consistent thing. And I didn't grow as much during those years. And then about a year ago, I just got to a place where things started building up again. And I knew I wanted to create more massive change. And since that place, I have just decided I am never going out without a coach again. I just grow so much. And I think about those years when I didn't have the coach. And was I growing? Yeah, I was growing a little bit. But I wasn't growing as fast as I am now. And I'm not, I wasn't feeling as good as what I am now. I was just kind of letting these little things kind of pile up. And so I've just decided that a coach is like a dentist or a doctor that I have. It's just in my arsenal of people that are on my team that, you know, like my dentist, every six months I go and get a teeth cleaning and, you know, it helps me make sure that I'm clean and ready to go with my teeth and my doctor. I go see my OBGYN every year or so and make sure everything's going on there. And, you know, all the things, right? So for my coach is like, okay, I have one to two sessions with my coach, like the coach that I've had very much since the beginning of this whole coaching experience. And then I get 20 minute little mini sessions in this coaching program that I'm in. And that just provides me so much amazing value. And then I, I talk about Stacy, and Stacy's really my business coach. And, and in essence, I really haven't even fully hired her to be my business coach. I'm just in one of her 
big group programs. I just speak of her like we're coaching one-on-one when we are not. I just feel like she's coaching me in my head all the time. But yeah, so yeah, coaching, the value of it to me is like it's a no-brainer at this point. And But you may not know that because you haven't experienced it. So let's talk about that, okay? So I'm going to go through all the different points of what a coach gives somebody. And when I'm talking about this, I'm talking it from my own experience as a client. And I'm also talking about it from a place of what it gives to my clients. Remember, coaching is very general. There are many different coaching styles out there obviously many different coaches out there. I cannot speak for them. I can only speak for myself and my own experience. Okay. So don't take this and say, well, Lindsay said the value of a coach is this, but I'm going to work with this person. And she didn't give me that because I'm talking about me. Okay. (laughs) All right. So the first quality or first thing that you will gain by working with a coach is the coach has your best interests at heart, even when that's scary and uncomfortable for you. So for example, I have a client right now who is making a big step in her career, and she's already grown a lot in her career over the time that we've worked together, but now she wants to take a leap in a different direction. And all the time, I'm getting emails from her between coaching sessions, and during our coaching sessions, she's just spinning in all these decisions to make with this new career. And I keep telling her, you are not confused. You know exactly where to go. So if you had to decide right now, where would you go? right? And her brain is freaking out that she is making this leap. Even though she really wants to make this leap, her brain is like, what in the world do you think you're doing? We have gotten to a place now where we're really safe and secure. You know, comfort is is what I'm all about as the brain. Why are we going to step out and do this? And so she is constantly self-sabotaging herself. She even sent me an email last week and said, okay, I know I said I wanted to do this business, but I think I'm just going to take this, in essence, kind of like little piddly side job instead because I can make money faster at it. And here's why I want to make money faster and da, da, da. And I wrote her back from this really long email that she sent me. And I said, okay, what would be your ideal situation right now? Like if you could have the best case scenario, what would that be? And of course, what did she reply with? Okay, if I could have the best case scenario, I would go back to my original plan. I'm like, exactly. Your brain is still trying to convince you not to do this because it feels really scary. And so sometimes as a coach, on my end, it's hard to have to tell clients that over and over again. You know, in essence, they come to me and say, I want these goals. And then, you know, their brain, as I said, keeps self-sabotaging them. And I have to hold them accountable that and bring them back to that and say, okay, but remember, you said you wanted X, Y, Z. And now you're saying you want ABC. Doesn't make sense. And sometimes clients will come back on me. Like I had a client a few weeks ago who another one that was shifting careers. And she said, Lindsay, I don't want to shift careers at all. Instead, I'm going to invest more in the career that I have now because, you know, and she gave me all the reasons. And I wrote her back and I said, what are you talking about? You have made it very clear you do not want to stay in this career. And I gave her the reasons why again of what she had told me. And I said, and then based on the work we've done, this is why this other career is a better fit for you that you have decided to take and move forward with. And she did not take my response to her very well. (laughs) She 
really like it, it was uncomfortable for her and she has not fully come around and and seen where I'm coming from for that. But that is the power of a coach, my friend. A coach holds you accountable to what you said that you want to do. Now, of course, a coach is going to allow you to move and shift when things don't make sense anymore and they're not in alignment anymore. But a coach is going to say, wait a second, before you make this change to something that you said you once wanted really, really badly, let's figure out and make sure why. And let's get uncomfortable for a minute and really, you know, they call you out on your BS in essence. It's like, why would you even do that? Why would you even say that, right? So it the coach, again, has your best interest at heart here of like, they're in essence, you know, holding space for this future self that you said you wanted. This future self is saying you want XYZ career. This future self is saying it wants to make this just money. This future self is saying, hey, I want my ideal family. Let's go. And you at one point dreamed that up and you were so excited to get it. But then when you had to actually get down and get into action of it, the brain freaked out. And a coach helps you stay on that pathway, even though it feels really scary. A coach is also your number one cheerleader, and that builds amazing momentum. So in my coaching process, we have a tool that we call wins. And so every day, my clients go into their journal, and they're writing down the things that happened well the day prior. And it's little things, too, sometimes of like a shift in awareness. I felt my feeling of da-da-da. Of course, there's external things, too, of I was praised here, or I slowed down, or I made more money, or whatever, right? And they're able to be their own cheerleader in essence. But then they come to our calls and in our community and I'm saying, okay, what are your wins? That's what we're starting with. And we take time, sometimes 15, 20 minutes if it's a 60 minute call of just holding space for all the progress that they've made. And whereas some people would say, okay, that's kind of a waste of time. Like, why would you spend time doing that? You have no idea how much momentum that builds because your brain is like, it's working, it's working, it's moving, we're moving, you know, like, and it just builds this power. It goes back to the idea that we are who we're around and we are what we consume. And so if you're consuming things that are building you up and building your momentum, like practicing daily wins and having somebody celebrate you for, you know, 15, 20 minutes a week by, you know, holding space for your wins and being like, oh my gosh. And did you see that when you said this story to me that there were actually more wins than you realized? Like before you used to respond like this, but now you're responding like this. And before you used to do X, Y, Z habits, and now you don't even do that. That's not even something that crosses your mind. Are you seeing that? And it's amazing to sit back and say, whoa, yeah, I'm changing even more than I realized. And again, it's just like, wow, this is so powerful because our brain naturally wants to focus in on all the negative things, all the things we don't have, all the things that, you know, the brain sees as a threat so it can keep us safe and secure. And so we have to intentionally go in there and every day show the brain, here's what's going well. And then for somebody, again, to hold that space for you, it's just this ultimate power boost to your brain of, whoa, look at all the change I'm creating. And that, in essence, gives you 
this, I said power boost just a minute ago, but like a, a power boost, right? Of like this electric shock of, whoo, I'm ready to go in and tackle the next week so that I can have this boost again of celebrating myself. Another thing a coach does is they have wisdom, perspective, and sound judgment. So they are trained to do this. And again, I'm saying they, meaning like general coaches, I know I'm trained to do this, is to hold space for somebody, for them to find their own wisdom, their own perspective, their own sound judgment. And so just the skill of being able to hold space for somebody and ask questions in a way for them to find their own wisdom is a skill in itself. But also, you know, a coach has likely gone through the process that the client is going through. So with my clients, nine times out of 10, if not 10 out of 10, because I'm trying to think of a time it hasn't happened. But most times with my clients, it's I've been in their shoes exactly to a T and I've already gotten over the problem that they're facing. And so, you know, most times I'm not giving them advice or mentorship. I do throw it in there from time to time, especially if it's somebody who's building a coaching business because I do have clients that are. But Most times it's just me holding space for them to find their own wisdom. And that is really hard to find in the average world because most times you're going to people and you're saying, this is my problem or here's what I'm thinking. And they just start dishing out advice. And it, and whereas some of that is really great and some of that is, is needed from time to time, it, it's really tricky because you're not finding your own wisdom. You're not finding your own perspective and your own judgment. You're turning to all these other people to give it to you versus finding it for yourself. And that is powerful. Once you know how to tap into your own wisdom, judgment, intuition, whatever you want to call it, you have that skill for freaking life. Like I don't have to sit around anymore and wonder if I'm making the right decision on things. Now, sometimes I do get tripped up from time to time. I'm not perfect, but 99% of the time I know exactly where I want to go and I make that decision. And I just know I have really great judgment. Whereas before it was definitely not that. I mean, hello, I was in a relationship with a narcissist, right? There's no way somebody with sound judgment would be in a relationship with that kind of person because it just wouldn't align in any way, right? A narcissist makes you doubt yourself a lot. And so that is just a skill that's worth thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, because it just saves so much time. And a coach allows you to create that for yourself and continues to hold space for you for that. And in essence, sometimes be a mentor and advisor to you as well. A coach also comes from love and belief of who you want to be in the future. They believe in what's possible for you. It is one of my values that I don't take on clients that I don't believe in that can hit their goals. So again, this is why I have the free consult. They come to me, they tell me their goals, and I have to really sit there and say, can I give this to them? And can we do some of this stuff in nine months, if not all of it in nine months? And I have to really sit with that and say, do I believe in them enough based on me just having this, in essence, one hour conversation with them? Do I believe they're emotionally stable enough? Do I believe in their vision and all that stuff? And if I don't, then I will not work with that person. 
And so again, it's like, I need to be on board with the vision. I need to be in this place where I trust the person enough. That's why, again, sound judgment, right? How could I ever have made decisions that quickly about somebody to work with them for nine months after an hour? I mean, that's craziness, right? It's because I have such sound judgment. But going back to what I was saying is they have to believe in what's possible for you. So they come from love and belief of holding that space once again of, okay, here's where we're going. You ready? And whenever you're going through the journey of it, there's going to be hard points, especially in the first month of coaching with me, at least we go through some hard stuff to kind of clear out the crap. And I'm still holding that space of like, here we go. This is where we're going. Remember, this is where we're going to end up. And it just keeps the journey moving versus if somebody's doing this kind of work on their own, which I don't know how they would do the coaching work I do on their own. But if they were, then it's very easy to talk themselves out of it. It's very easy for them to quit believing in the dream. And again, this is why, you know, I just said, I don't know how they do it on their own. But at one point, you know, my coaching process or a part of it, at least because it's changed over the years was self-study. And you could pay a much lower fee to do the course self-study. And I just found that people just talk themselves out of finishing it. Now, sometimes people would finish it, but they would just be like, oh, you know, their brain would just be like, oh, okay, I don't believe in the vision anymore. And this is too hard. And I mean, just doing what a normal brain does, but a coach has you keep showing up and keeps you keep believing in that vision. Because what's cool is at some point you're going to cross over. It's usually within the first three months of me working with a client, they start to cross over and then the momentum starts to build like crazy, especially for the external results. They get internal results for a while before that, but then the external results come and it's like, see, and isn't this so cool? And they held that vision during those first few weeks when it felt really hard, when everything in the brain was like, get out of here. I don't want to do this. And that's powerful. You know, as I said, it's not just the first three months. Anytime you're setting a new goal, the brain is naturally going to do this. Like I have a group of clients right now who I've worked with before and we're working together again. And we set these two really big goals for them for the next year. And once we set those goals and the brain just immediately goes to all the things of like, get out of here. We don't want to go make this goal because we're going to have to put ourselves out there and we're going to have to change things up and it's going to be uncomfortable and, you know, all the things, right? But I'm just sitting there and I'm like, keep doing it. We're going to get there. And they're like, but Lindsay, I didn't hit my goal this month. I said I was going to get X amount of dollars. Or I'm going to have like, don't worry, we're going to get there. And I hold that calmness for them as they're kind of, you know, in essence, a little bit on a roller coaster ride when they're setting this, this goal. And in essence, in a few weeks, they'll be on the calm too. And the results will start coming and everything will be good. And they'll believe in it even more. It's like, wow, that, that's so amazing. You know, as I mentioned earlier on this episode, I worked with a coach, then I took a couple years off, and then I worked with a coach again. And um, even though I knew how to coach myself, and I knew how to set goals and go after goals, and I did achieve goals, I didn't, as I said, achieve as much as I did when I had a coach. Because when I had my coach, especially that first time, I remember telling her what my goals were. And I thought I was crazy for my goals. And one of my goals is like, find my ideal career in the next year and get to a place where I make like, I think it was like $35,000 or something like that. 
because I just wanted to have like the minimum amount that I could survive on and be in my ideal career. Because I just thought if I can just be in my ideal career and pay my bills, oh my gosh, like that was mind blowing to me. And I remember her saying, oh, you can absolutely do that. And I thought, really? Like, is she just feeding me a load of shit right now? And then I went and I did it. (laughs) And I, it just was amazing. And even now when I tell my goals, there's a part of me that's like, can I really do this? And my coach is like, uh, yeah, absolutely. And she just continues to hold that space for me of the finish line of you're going to get there, right? The other thing that I love about the value of a coach is they make you help dis- or they help you make decisions for the person you want to be and the life that you can create. So in essence, they're teaching you how to make decisions from your future self. So I, I'm really incorporating this more and more in my newly revamped coaching process. We spend a whole week in the coaching process about their future self and creating that. But before I teach that to them, I am asking them when they're coming to a place of making a decision or they're freaking out about something, I'll say, okay, what does yourself in nine months say about this? Or what is your future self who has the goal? Because if it's like a really big goal beyond the nine months, what is, she, what is she saying about this? Oh, well, she's saying not to freak out. It's not that big of a deal and da, 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 da. Like, exactly. Or what would she decide in this moment? Oh, she would decide to go and, and make this choice instead of this choice. Yeah, it sounds so simple when I tell you that, but our brains love to make everything so complicated and freak us out that it's hard for us to see those things sometimes. Even me, that's why I get coached all the time. I totally get in client mode when I get coached. You would not even believe that I'm a coach sometimes when I'm getting coached because I have a human brain. This is what human brains do. I even told my group of clients that I have right now, um, that I'm working with again, my Living the Dream program. I said, Do you guys want to see my coaching calls? Because I record a lot of them, especially my little 20 minute ones. Would you like to see me as a client? And most of them are like, Yeah, I would totally want to see that. And I said, The reason why I want to share it with you is because I want you to see that I'm just a human being like you are with a human brain. And when I'm coaching you, in essence, on certain things, like I have likely been coached on that thing already. And I've already been told all the things that I was missing and I was reminded of all the things that I want and all of that stuff. And I can't wait to share it with them. I'm getting it all prepared right now to start to put those out there for them. Um, But it's just so important to know that of like, even when you're listening to this podcast and stuff, you may be taking notes or just mental notes. And yeah, you may be incorporating some of the stuff of like, ooh, that's good. I'm going to ask questions for my future self. Yeah. And I'm going to start to celebrate my wins. And yeah, I'm going to, you know, hold space for myself like Lindsay says to do. And yeah, you can go do that and you'll get progress, but it's not going to be the same as when a coach does it. It's just not. And that's the the next point I want to get to is it's an hour just for you and your highest good. To me, there is no better self-care and growth than the time I spend getting coached. Like I could sit and do bubble baths all day long and even journal and read self-help books and listen to podcasts and it all gives me a little boost here and there. But when I get a coaching session, woo-wee, it is like I have a brand new battery for the next week or whatever until my next session. I just feel so powerful. And that doesn't mean that a coach is like pouring into me all of this love and and goodness. 
sometimes I'm getting called out big time on my coaching sessions. Like I had a coaching session last week with a coach. And, you know, in these little 20-minute sessions that I'm getting, it's typically coaches I've never had before. So I never had this girl before. And this girl was tough. And I came to the session and I said, I'm I'm starting to question a decision that I made or that I'm about to make. And I just want to make sure that I'm not talking myself out of something. And so I'm starting to tell her the decision and what it is and things of that sort. And she's like, you know what? You really don't believe in yourself, do you? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> was what I was thinking. It's like, because it's just really showing that you don't believe in your ability to do da 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 by you talking yourself out of this decision. And it was tough for her to say that to me because my natural reaction was kind of like, F you, like, who do you think you are? But it was really what I needed to hear. And I didn't fully set in until hours, if not like a days later of what she had said, because at the time it stung a little. I remember another coaching session I had recently where we brought up the point that I have this belief that I'm not worthy. And I remember when we brought it up and the coach bring it to my eyes and she said, well, really, you think that you're not worthy? And I remember being like, screw you. And my brain wanting to just naturally push back and be like, I am totally worthy. But then the other part of me was like, oh, man, she's right. I still need to do some healing around that. And it, it felt like crap, but it was so good at the same time. And I know some of my clients feel that when we get off on sessions, especially the the clients that I have that I'm working with again, because my style has changed in the past year or so, especially longer than that. And so they're coming back to me and they're like, whoa, this is this is different. Your coaching style is different. And I told them it was. I told them it's like, I call you out more, but it's for your absolute highest good. If I'm saying, hey, this is going to be the best investment of your life and you're telling me you want these goals, like I'm all in with these goals. I'm not going to just set you passively, give me money and half-ass this stuff anymore. Like we're going all in and we're making this happen. And again, it's, it's a booty kick sometimes, but then after you kind of take away the shock value of it, it's like, man, I am so glad that she called me out on that because that has been something I've been needing to see for a long time. Yeah. So on that next point is hearing the truth, even when it's hard and someone saying you're wrong, because if you're wrong, then that opens you up for new possibilities and new growth and new results. If you decide to just stay right about whatever you're believing, then you're just going to stay stuck and you don't change. So I actually watched a coaching session just a few days ago. It was so funny because a coach was coaching another coach. And the the coach that was the client in this situation, she said, I'm just not getting the clients that I want. And I can't overcome the money objection when people are coming to me. And so the coach was coaching her on it. And she was calling her out on some of the stuff. And the, the coach that was the client just kept fighting back. It was like, no, you're wrong. Nope, nope, it's not that. Nope, it's not that. And I sat there and I thought, girl, you signed up for coaching and yet you're not really opening yourself up to getting coached. You really want to hold on to the belief that you're right here, but yet you don't have the results you want. And this coach is showing you, hey, here's what the problem is based on what you've been telling me and you're not believing it. 
And so what happened when she left that call, you could tell she was kind of dissatisfied with her coaching and like the coach didn't really get it. And like, you know, something bad had happened, like, you know, it was just a, a bad mix or something kind of thing. And in my mind, I thought it totally wasn't the coach's fault. She was giving you some great coaching, but you just don't want to change. And so because of that, you're likely going to stay with the same results versus hearing, hey, you're wrong here. And then having all these possibilities open up for you to see where you need to grow from. Yeah. And that, again, it can be really uncomfortable. A coach sees what you don't want to see and tells you sometimes what you don't want to hear, but you need to hear it. And nobody else in your life is, A, going to recognize it because they're not trained to see these kind of things. But two, even if they do see it, they may not want to tell you. Like in my personal life, I see people's patterns and blocks and beliefs all the time that aren't serving them. But I'm not in that role to tell them those things. And so like when people are telling me their problems, I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's so hard. Yeah, I'll, I'll be thinking about you and da-da-da and, you know, kind of like feeding into their thing. And that's likely what's happening in your life too. Everybody's just there to support you because that's their role, right? And yes, you may have the friends that call you out on things from time to time, of course, but they're not going to call you out like a coach and they're not going to do it as consistently as a coach. Because if you think just changing one belief is powerful, because maybe somebody called you out on one habit you're doing and you saw that they were right in it and it changed things, imagine getting that every single week over and over and over and over again. It's crazy. Which brings me to my next point of a shift in one single thought can change your entire life. And when you have a coach, you have belief shifts over and over again. They compound to become an entire new belief system. And when you change your beliefs, you change everything. If you've listened to some of my other episodes where we talk about the model and we talk about your thoughts and how your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings are what drive your actions and your actions are what create your results. So at the end of the day, your thoughts become your results. And I see the power in this every single day in my life. You know, even just I was preparing for a training that you likely just heard. It was talking about, um, I think, you know, growing your career, right? And when the coronavirus hit, I just had all these thoughts. No one's going to buy coaching. This is going to be too hard to manage motherhood and business. And I'm just going to give up. And then I heard a podcast again from my coach, Stacy, And she said, if you're a mom right now and you think the coronavirus is going to make this too hard for you to work, I want you to think differently. And she presented all of these different thoughts that I could potentially think about it. And she also talked about the coronavirus and how so many coaches were like, oh, no one's going to buy coaching now. And she's like, no, let's think about this differently. And shifting just that from nobody wants to buy coaching, this is going to be too hard to I'm in high demand And I'm going to make this work has what has shifted and made me over $100,000 from the time I shifted that thought in April, might have even been late March, to now in October. And if I would have just stayed with that thought of nobody wants coaching, it's going to be too hard, I likely would have made next to zero dollars. So just changing those two beliefs was huge. And I'm changing beliefs all the time. And I'm changing beliefs for my client all the time. We're pulling belief lists sometimes with my clients that are pages long. And then we go in and we change them. Do you have any idea how powerful that is? 
It's huge. It changes everything. And so many people then get scared. It's like, well, am I going to leave my marriage? Am I going to like totally blow up my whole life? I mean, I don't know. I don't know the quality of your marriage. I don't know the quality of your career. But what I find for a lot of people is it improves the things that matter. For most people, they don't end up leaving what they had. They just realize it was just their thoughts that were making them so miserable in the situation or just uncomfortable and not having what they want. And so when we change the thoughts, it changes everything. The marriage starts to thrive. The job doesn't seem that bad. And yeah, maybe they want to shift, but they don't feel like they have to get out of there. Like I have a client right now when we started working together. Oh my gosh, she just would go on and on about her job and like how horrible it was and how awful it was. And I was really frank with her. And I said, it's not really the job. It's your thoughts about the job. And as we've worked together, we're now wrapping up our third month. She has completely shifted her beliefs about the job. It's not even like that big of a trigger for her. And because she's been able to calm her thoughts about the job too, she's even been moved to a different team that's more in alignment with who she is now. And so she thought it was like, oh, I have to find a new job. And it was this big, huge up level and shift. No, it was just that we needed to change more thoughts about it and do some healing work behind those thoughts of why the thoughts are even there to begin with. So it's huge. The other value of a coach is it changes everything in your life. So you may come in and say, well, I want to work on my career and my anxiety levels or my self-esteem or my business or my marriage or my weight or whatever. And you may have specific ideas of the things you want to change, but it changes everything. Because most times how we do one thing is how we do all things. Like I just got off a call with a client before I started recording this. And she said, I don't understand why more people don't do coaching. And, you know, it's just like, if your foot hurts, you go to a foot doctor and they help fix your foot. So if your life isn't what you want it to be, and you're not feeling great, why wouldn't you hire a life coach? And I'm like, okay, we could totally get on a totally different tangent about that. But today we're talking about you and your coaching and blah, 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 right? And so we got her back. But she was saying, She's like, I have changed so much in the three months I've been working with you, Lindsay, in ways that I didn't even know that I needed changing. And I said, yeah, and that's why people don't hire a life coach because they don't even know how good it can be on the other side. They don't even know some of the problems that they have because they've just been living with them for so freaking long. And that, my friend, is why I say coaching is transformational and I give transformations because it changes everything. As I said, one belief can change so many things. Like imagine how many things you're going to be able to shift from getting that kind of coaching. A coach also shows you an example of what's possible. And then it's up to you if you want to accept it. So a lot of times I'll tell my clients and you know I'll have coaches say to me, this is just the beginning. Like, this is just the beginning for you. Because in essence, they're saying, you know, there's even more out there for you. Because sometimes, like, I get my own mind blown. Like, if I think about what I've created in the past few months of my business, it is a little mind-blowing. It is. Because my business has not made a lot of money for a while. And I was cool with that. And I was happy with that. And I just kind of blew it off of, like, okay, I'm not here for the money and da-da-da-da. And then to be able to just decide of, like, okay, I'm going to make this work. And I even put in there the belief of, like, I'm going to make 200 k this next year. And the fact that I've made that in like seven or eight months, I think at this point, seven months of uh, over 100K is like, holy crap, I can do this. Like I am doing this and it blows your own damn mind. And then when they say, well, this is just the beginning, it's like, whoa, you mean there's more? Like I can just keep doing this? 
And they can even say like, yeah, once you do this, then you can do da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. And I'm doing this for my clients all the time because they can't even believe of like, wow, you mean I can just like not have anxiety anymore or I can just lose the weight and go think about other things or I can finally just get the job and like chill and relax and enjoy my life. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And then after that, you're just going to build your wealth and then you're going to travel the world and then you're going to be able to do da-da-da and you're going to give back to charity more than you ever imagined. And it's like mind-blowing. Gavita yeah, Coach shows you those things. A coach then... When you have those momentous changes, a coach celebrates you and make sure you take pride in accomplishment that your brain is going to try and discredit by saying it's not a big deal. So this goes back to something I said earlier about finding those wins and being your cheerleader. We do this in my coaching process with a lot of different tools. So we're doing the wins, as I mentioned. We're also talking about goals and we're checking in with goals all the time so we can celebrate those changes. We do a tool called Brags where a in essence, you are claiming something powerful about yourself. And a coach is, is giving you space for that and having you take pride in that and showing you that thing and taking pride in you for, for doing that, which is so powerful, especially for women, because we are taught very softly and innately, I don't know what the word is, but in a very way we don't really understand, unconscious way. There we go. There's the word. It's over. It's later than 10 o'clock at night. I'm losing my words here. But we're taught as women in a very unconscious way to be small and to play safe and to be nice and to brag and claim something about you is really big. And then two, you know, the coach is always keeping track of your growth. Like I have, um, it's called a client relation management system, I believe, CRM. And I keep all these notes to my clients. And I'm constantly looking over those notes to spot patterns in their growth. And I just have, honestly, a crazy weird memory where I memorize so many things about people. And so most times I don't even need the notes. And so I'll tell them all the time, it's like, hey, did you spot this? And hey, did you spot this? And hey, did you spot that? And your brain, again, is gonna be like, oh, that's no big deal. But when we take the moment and we celebrate it, then it shows that the brain is like, wow, this really is a big deal. And it just allows you to calm down, enjoy the journey of life more. This is why I say in my marketing, you know, I'll help you accomplish your wildest dreams while feeling better than ever in the process. Because the brain is just going to naturally be like, next, 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 next. What's the next problem that I need to solve? And we slow that down. Now, the other thing a coach does most times, now we can't save everybody, but a coach keeps you from not quitting keeps you in massive action. And that's the only way to get results is to constantly make a decision, take action, make a decision, take action versus being like, oh, I'm going to take a break or I'm not really going to do that. or I'm just going to quit for a while. A coach is like, no, we're going to do this and then we're going to keep going. Okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? You know, a reason most people don't stay in massive action is because they don't stay inspired enough to stay in massive action. And I really realized this again when I didn't have a coach. Yes, was I taking action? Absolutely. Was I getting some of my goals? Yes. I did have the tools for success. I was a coach. I knew how to do those things. But my coach wasn't there to cheer me on. My coach wasn't there to hold space for my future self. My coach wasn't there to show me things that I wasn't seeing in myself to get me into action even faster. And so I wasn't in massive action. I was in action. But massive action makes such a difference. 
such a difference. It's huge. I mean, I've made more money in the past year in my business, really, like I said, six or seven months than I've made in my entire first five years of coaching. Crazy, right? And now it's just opened up so many more doors for me. It's, it's insane. So I really want to just end with this. Before I had a coach, I play the game that everyone else is playing in life. And it was, it was kind of working. Like I checked off the boxes, you know, I graduated high school pretty well. I went to college, you know, then I met the guy I thought I'd be with for a while. I had a baby, we got a house and, uh, you know, built a career and all that stuff. But, you know, granted I had the big setback of the divorce and his double life and all of that, which was such a blessing because I would have just kept checking the boxes. But inside I just kept thinking, is this it? Like, is this really what life is all about? Because it doesn't feel that fulfilling. And it felt like even though I was moving forward and checking the boxes, like I really wasn't getting anywhere because I just felt like the same person, but getting older and getting more external accomplishments. And now where I am now as a person after coaching, I'm not even in the same arena as my former self was, what, in 2013, so six or seven years ago. Working with a coach saved me the most valuable resource there is, time. Grant Cardone, he has a quote that says, the most expensive way to learn is through experience. I learned through experience the first 29 years of my life before I had a coach. And I wasted a lot of time and a lot of money and there was a lot of heartache. And after coaching... Has it been all rainbows and daisies? No. Of course, because too, I had that break where I didn't have a coach in there. But like, I feel like I'm at a place now where most 50 or 60-year-olds are of just like, wow, look at what I've done with my life. Like, God forbid if something happens to me, but if it does, I just feel so at peace with, with who I am and what I've created. And to think that I'm just getting started... It just feels incredible. It has saved me so much time and money because I know where I'm going. I don't spin in indecision. I don't spin in what ifs. I don't attract things that are, you know, quote unquote harmful for me. I just keep moving forward. And two, I don't spend money on things that are in essence distractions like shopping or food and you know, this is what's created a lot of savings for my husband and I. This is what changed the game. And then me being able to have those coaching tools to take to him and passively kind of coach him because he's he's not into coaching. So funny, isn't it? He's married to a coach and he doesn't quite see the value of coaching to each their own, of course. But yeah, so it's allowed for us to create huge momentum that way because we don't spend our time and money on things that are taking us away from our goals. I really feel like coaching helps somebody be more alive and just be here to the fullest expression of who they are. And really, what is the value of that? What's the value of not just existing in the world? Working with a coach allows you again to create a legacy that when you leave this planet, you'll say, damn, I freaking did it. You'll have no regrets. 
And if you do have regrets, coach teaches you how to feel all the feelings, feel all the emotions, and coach helps you feel all, less alone in the world so you can express all of those emotions and not feel like a crazy person for feeling the way that you do. You feel seen and you feel heard. So again, you don't get spinning in these this kind of emotional drama anymore. You just let it out with a coach. Coach holds that space for you. You feel the feelings. You have the tools to feel the feelings and you move the F on. A coach sees you as your highest and best self and they treat you in that way so your brain will believe it. Because at first you're going to be like, okay, I want all these things and I want to be this person, but I don't know. I'm not there yet. A coach believes that and holds space for you. And then eventually you just become that person. You know, I had a client recently that when I met her, she wasn't making that much. I want to say it was like $25,000 a year. And this girl is sharp. And I told her, gosh, you were such, you were worth so much more than that. And years later, she said she's making more money than she's ever thought possible. And she's like, I never forgot the time when you told me you were worth so much more than that. And I just kept that thought in my mind. That's the power of a coach, my friend, right? They're showing you, hey, you could be this. You have the potential to be something different. And then you go and you do it. It's just, it's a fun experience to have a coach. Granted, yes, is it booty kicking sometimes? Is it not so pleasant in the way that it feels sometimes? Absolutely. But truly, it feels like your best friends creating magic in the universe when you're coaching. And I can't tell you how many coaching sessions or moments I've had where we just sit there and we laugh. And I say, can you even believe this is happening? And they're like, no, I can't. I'm like, it, it's totally happening. Because they've done something amazing that they once had thought they couldn't do, and then they've done it. They just end up creating this high vibe energy to make the best decisions because you're holding that space for them time and time and time and time again. I look forward to my coaching sessions all the time, even when they're uncomfortable. Even when my brain is like, oh, I don't want to do this. I still look forward to it because I know the power of being on the other side. So again, you may be at a place where you haven't seen the other side. You haven't seen the value of coaching. And that's why I say if you feel inspired, reach out, take action, get moving. There is no need to sit in this indecision. I can't tell you how many clients come to me and say, I wish I would have done this sooner. You know, I'm glad that I did coaching when I did. I was 29, as I said, and I wish I would have been introduced to it at like 25, like before I even had my daughter and had made different decisions during that time of those, you know, four or five years. I mean, heck, I wish I would have even had it in college, but most times our brains aren't quite ready for it then. But yeah, 25 is really the starting point when your brain has evened out from a neurological perspective and you're ready to go and... Um, you get moving. I never, ever regret the money I spent on coaching ever. And it was so scary at the time to invest in coaching. I didn't have a job. I only had a couple thousand in savings and it was going all to coaching. And um, it's the best payout ever. I mean, it's made me now a lot of money and it's allowed me to have my husband and, and to keep my husband and allowed me to be a completely different parent from the start with my my son 
And it's just changed so much more than I ever thought possible. When I came in and I I just thought, okay, I just want coaching to help me find my ideal career. And I mean, who knew it would have ended up being coaching, right? But then I, I mean, it's just opened everything. The whole trajectory of my life has changed because of coaching. It's amazing. So I hope you see the value of coaching. I know when I'm telling this to you, you're like, well, Lindsay, you sell coaching. And that's why sometimes I think, dang, I wish I didn't end up a coach because I would just sit around and sell it all day long because it's so amazing. So to each their own, right? You may still not be ready to move forward, but if you feel called to and like, okay, this is it. Now I know the value of coaching. Let's go. Let me get on the phone with Lindsay. Let's see if we're, we're ready to work together. Let me find out this whole cost of this and let's let's see if we can get moving go and fill out a consult call form. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash apply, I believe is the link. The link is also in the outro and always in the show notes. Take that action. Let's get moving. Let's go. Let's create some amazing results. I can't wait for you to be my next success story. All right, my friends, that's it for today and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're gonna accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember... You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.